Okay, wow. so welcome to the mini-sode of Sorry the... guys, I'm stuck in my chair. My hair is gone on something. <laughs> uh, welcome to the uh, Peach Pit After School Special, episode number... Now I'm going to have to look. No, I think you're right. You're right. Nope, you don't have to look. That's right. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. We're professional. It is. So this is episode three, right? Yes. Okay. Episode three. This week's episode was called um, The Photo Shoot. Yep. We're going to open up with another dream. This time, it's Jason's turn. And he is closing up the peach pit. And Jenny enters, and she's obviously Kelly, and she's wearing some sexy lingerie. They go at it, and by going at it, you know, making out la-di-da. First time. (laughs) And in the midst, Kelly's belly starts growing pregnant. Weird. It's kind of like the like aliens um the scene is cut and jason is directing brandon and kelly and says don't worry man the baby's not yours he wakes up and he's all by himself um the next morning camille his wife returns home whenever we say camille i think of bill cosby's wife i know camille yeah yes hold on camille let me get you some uh wine Uh, it may taste a little funny you may fall asleep afterwards and then going to diddle you Mm -hmm. did he do that to his wife or just to other people i think it's just to other people's wives okay all right sorry she comes home and jason reveals that the doctor told him that he can't have children so she of course confesses that she got drunk on kamikazes one night in new york and slept with someone on a movie that she was doing publicity for Meanwhile, Gabby and her husband try to talk through Gabby's new feelings about women. And she says she needs to explore the feelings. And her husband says, you know, basically you want an open marriage and I'm not here to be in an open marriage. Uh, and then he's fair. That is very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says that he's not waiting around while she cheats on him. And she still says she's going to move forward with it. So she's very serious about explaining these feelings. Yes. Tori and Nate, next we go to Tori and Nate's house and Tori's getting ready to leave and Nate wants to know what's uh, happening and she tells him they're, she's going back to Fox to talk about the revival. He starts talking to her about what this is going to mean for the family and she's, you know, I'm doing this for the family to make money for the family. Basically, it just all goes back to the fact that he doesn't want to be the one who has to stay home and take care of the kids, even though Tori's been doing it for however long. He had his opportunity to get a job. He passed. Yep, and so now she's doing what we women do, and she's getting a job so she can take care of her family. Suck it up, Nate. Next, we go to a meeting with Christina Lise at Fox, and they confirm that Shannon must be on board, and that Tori plans on recreating the iconic cast photo where they're all laying down together, which... I know, it's hard without Luke being there. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, At the studio, Ian, who they all call Z, shows up hung over looking pretty rough uh, a young lady walks by and he asks her to get him some coffee and she's like i don't do that he says well if you happen to walk by coffee could you bring me one and she's obviously you know over him and then he compliments her eyes and she tells him not to do that and he's like i don't understand what did i just do wrong and i feel like that was a whole steve conversation not a ion conversation a steve conversation and we find out that she's actually a writer on the show. So yes. uh, they talk about the new script and how Steve seduces a married publicist after one too many kamikazes. What? And Jason thinks it all sounds way too familiar. So he demands to meet with the writer. As he should. Yeah. And meanwhile, Ian muses about when, when it became inappropriate to compliment someone. And Brian says, 
I think 2007 is when that all turned around. Indeed. I think it's very interesting that they are tackling this this topic uh, on the show about mm-hmm. uh, and is the right and wrong. And, and it goes back to what we were talking about in the episode you guys will hear Friday about looking at the show through the lens of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's nice to see that the writers have adapted right, uh, and are going to address that topic, that the things that you know, we're okay in the 90s that we all took to be acceptable are no longer that way. And some people just can't seem to get out of that mindset. So Jack, who's the writer, and Jason realize that uh, they have a lot in common. Ian holds Jason back until Jack says that Jason wasn't satisfying Camille. So then Ian steps in and punches him instead. Friendship, I tell you. He knocks Jack into a light, which then catches up the photo set on fire. (laughs) Up in flames. Um, so the group then attends group therapy with our one and only Carol Potter, a.k.a. Cindy, Cindy Walsh. Walsh. But she's actually a therapist now. She is actually in real life. She's a therapist. Mm-hmm. It comes out during the session that Jenny and Jason slept together. And Tori is upset that Jenny never told her. Jenny thinks that Jason is a hypocrite for being mad at Camille when he did the exact same thing. Everybody leaves early for one reason or another, except Tori, whose insurance won't cover one-on-one therapy. And can I just say that I love the fact that they let Tori Spelling be funny. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, she was a bit, you know, on the original series, mm-hmm. but I really love what they've done with her character, her meta version of herself. I mean, there's one scene where, like, Jenny kind of jumps out of some bushes, mm-hmm. and then Tori goes, Ow, oh, I just peed a little. <laughs> and we can all relate to that. That's, yep. that's what happens after you have kids, but it's just... You know, she does it well. I think that people take for granted the fact that she is a decent actress. Yes. uh, And that she can do comedy, especially when she's playing herself. So, yeah. Our mystery guest, who has appeared in these last few episodes. I'm not winking at you. Sorry, I'm having problems with my contacts. (laughs) I was like, is this some sort of sign? (laughs) I'm trying to tell you things about the podcast. Um, It turns out his name is Zach, and he is hired as Brian's assistant. And Shay doesn't trust him one bit. And that's because women know shit. Can we talk about how, how ironic it is that his name is Zach? And I'm trying to figure out if that is his actual name or if he just made up that name. But, you know, Zach is the iconic, you know, the name of another iconic 90s character who starred in a show with both Tori Spelling and Tiffany Amber. Oh, Tiffany Thiessen. It's not mm-hmm. Tiffany Amber Thiessen anymore. Right. So. I'm trying to figure out if that's just a coincidence, if that was intentional, or if that's a name that the, the guy is making up for his character. Sure. Do you want to talk about um, Jenny and her super hot bodyguard? Uh, yeah. So she meets her super hot bodyguard. Uh, and I figure I keep going, where do I know him from? Where do I know him from? Is it just from being hot? Like I know all the hot guys in the world. <laughs> I make it a point. But no, he's actually in several Hallmark Christmas movies, which are my jam. So I have never watched a Hallmark Christmas movie. Do <gasps> you remember how you felt about me and Doritos? Yes. That's how I feel about you right now. Okay. <laughs> then we're even. <laughs> but yes, he is on several of them. I love the end of October, beginning of November, when they start playing those, you know, around the clock. I watch them all the time. So, and we find out later what his name is, but she kind of tries to keep a distance from him. Uh, he does at one point call Tori ma'am, and Jenny laughs and said, he called you ma'am. And she's like, I know that hurt too. <laughs> uh, so Gabby talks to Christine Elise about Andrea pursuing her sexuality and her own desire to do so. 
And Christine suggests that maybe Gabby should do some method acting uh, and suggests she signs up for dating apps. Dating apps was the devil. I have never had to use one, thankfully. I've not used one for many, many, many a moon. I've wrote, though, several ads for people. Nice. To use on said their profile well, sites. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, when, uh, I mean, Chris and I have been together for 18 years. So before that, it was, uh, what is it, AOL Instant, uh, those chat rooms. That's mm-hmm. what I used to do. Age, <laughs> sex, location, ASL. Oh, Tori tries to mediate between Jason and Jack, but it ends with Jason giving her an ultimatum. Nate asks Tori to not have any love scenes with Brian because, you know, his ego. He agrees. Bar. She says she won't. And Christine also tells Tori that she's got to fire Jack after Jason goes over her head to the network and that she's got to find Shannon. Tori fires Jack, who seems totally with it, a little too okay with it, I guess. But before casually walking off set, he suggests a storyline where David has a secret love child after college with Mrs. Walsh. Still, I'm telling you, that's what Zach is, a secret love child. I mean, look how prophetic his other suggestion for a storyline was with the, you know, the kamikazes Mm -hmm. and the baby and everything. I feel like he is, uh, he knows who this person is. Yep, he knows who this person is, which is why he was okay with not uh, being on the set anymore because he's got his little troll Zach doing all of his work. Right. Right. Uh, Jenny visits Jason and tells him he needs to go back to his wife and admit that he cheated as well uh, and forgive her so that he can be a father to the baby and that he deserves to be happy, which is nice. Uh, And then Ian has taken to drinking to deal with his divorce because that always works. It does. I, that's how I dealt with when my husband and I broke up before we got married. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it was before we got oh, married. We broke up a couple of times. Oh. And one night I got super drunk. And then he took us home. He took me home. And uh, I he drove my cousin home first. And I, apparently I told him he didn't have to remember how to get there because he would never go there again. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, I took a shower and got out of the shower, sans clothes, and passed out on the floor. I'm glad that you weren't very close in the shower. (laughs) And passed out on the floor in the bedroom where he was sleeping to make sure that I got home okay and that I didn't get sick everywhere. And he just picked me up and put me in bed. And that's how I knew that I'd marry him. Well, there were other things too, but that was just one of them. He's a stand-up guy. (laughs) So he's taking a drinking deal with his divorce, and Brian and Jason come to help him out after a bartender reaches out to Jason. They all kind of gather together Mm -hmm. uh, to take care of Ian. And he gives some soliloquy about how hard it is dating because you can't be a treacherous left anymore. You couldn't be that in the first place. People just didn't think that there was any other option. We just tolerated it. And now we've finally gotten a voice and are telling you that it's not okay. And and the thing is, the writers have him give this speech that almost makes you listen to what he's saying and think, maybe he's got some good points. I'm like, no, no, no he doesn't have no. any good points. You know, you should you should tell somebody, hi, I like that outfit you're wearing, not, hi, you're you beautiful. Or, you yeah. know, compliment somebody on something other than their looks because they can't control their looks. They can control right how they dress and how they do their hair or Mm -hmm. their makeup, but they can't control their physical appearance. That's the same as not saying to some, you know, not complimenting somebody who you don't find attractive. It's kind of the same thing because Mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. 
whatever. It was never cool to be a treacherous witch. So there is, of course, chemistry between Jenny and her bodyguard, who stars in Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> and Jason confesses all to Camille. And, of course, they forgive each other. Because apparently two wrongs make a right. Mm-hmm. And Tori decides that she's going to trek off to the mountains of Peru in heels and a dress to find Shannon and convince her to join the reboot. And Shannon agrees. And finally, we catch back up with uh, Gabby, who decides to join a dating app. And Christine swipes right or left. I don't know how those things work. Um, and Shannon and Tori return just in time to recreate the iconic photo. And Shannon says, it feels kind of nice to be back. It does, Shannon. I didn't like you in the first run. Not you as a person. I just didn't like Brenda. But it is good to have her back in the fold. Yes. It makes it feel a little bit more... A little bit more complete, even though that photo makes me sad. It does. That was episode three of the reboot. And next week we have episode four. And I did not see the trailer for episode four next week. I don't remember them showing a oh okay a trailer for episode four. Because okay. I watched it two times and I didn't see the trailer for episode four either time. Okay. Well, then I didn't miss out on anything. I wonder, is there a break for something like football? I wonder if next week if there's a break because of Labor Day week. No, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. We'll Mm -hmm. figure that out this week if there's an episode or not, and whether or not we record next weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll still record, just not that episode. Just not that episode. Because we're always working for you. Yes, yes. We're always there for our public. Anyway, so yeah, that was coming together nicely, and I'm still wondering, though, if it's going to end up with a love child or that the guy is a serial killer. Everybody's going to know that at the end. His murder board. Did you see it this week? It didn't look so murdery. It had like one picture of Brian and then there was like his driver's license and there was only two strings. And I'm like, hmm, that looks less like a murder board and more like crocheting. <laughs> Have you ever crocheted? So in grade school, I made those little pop holders. Does that count? You know, the little loom pop holders? No, that doesn't count. But oh. I can tell you right now that crocheting is more than just two strings oh well whatever so it's still a murder board. big ups to your crocheters or murder border or murderers <laughs> if you're listening i hope this calms you down and gets you off the ledge don't murder anymore <laughs> <laughs> all right step back it's time to stop this yes <laughs> we've crossed the line we're, we're yeah. talking to murderers now all we, right. So yeah. again, rate, review, subscribe. Please give us five stars. Say nice things about us. We hope you're enjoying these. Uh, if you have any suggestions or anything you'd like us to add into or cover ourselves, then reach out to us at Donna Martin Graduates Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And you can also find us on Twitter at Graduates Donna, or I think we also have a Facebook page, Donna we Martin do. Graduates Facebook page, and Instagram, Donna Martin Graduates. Okay. I think we covered all the bases. Anyway. All right. So we'll uh, talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was really long. That's what she said.